Hello, and welcome to the Total Woman Podcast. This is such an exciting week for us. It's Bethune-Cookman University's homecoming weekend. And in this room today, they're all wildcats. Our producer... Our videographer and our special guest, Ms. LaVita Hayes, Ms. Wildcat Extraordinaire, Legacy Wildcat Family, along with myself. I'm not going to leave me out. <laughs> and we're so excited to have her here today. She's going to bring us such good energy on finances today. So get your pens and pencils out because she's going to be ready to go. Let me introduce you to Ms. LaVita Hayes. LaVita, tell us a little something about yourself. Well, first of all, I'd just like to say thank you for inviting me to this amazing podcast and this amazing space here. You need to come and check it out. But anyway, a little bit about me. I am born and raised in Daytona Beach, Florida. My parents actually went to Bethune-Cookman, my mom and my dad, my brother, and it's me. So I had no choice but to go to Bethune-Cookman. So we did the Total Family Award in 1980. Mm -hmm. We received that award. And during that time, I was, um, my dad had a restaurant. Okay, Mm -hmm. so in that time when working in the restaurant and everything on the weekends, I didn't realize that I was captured every single weekend. Yep. (laughs) But it was a good thing because my parents knew where I was every single weekend. Okay, and then with me, I also went to was the first graduating class of Spruce Creek High School. 1976. Yes, yes. Hawks. Oh Go Hawks. Oh my. 1976. Oh my. And I also, again, <laughs> Bethune-Cookman-1980-went-on-to-get-my-master's-in-public-administration-and-and-this-is-from-Central-Michigan-University-so-when-I-left-here-I-went-to-Michigan-right-away-and-and-there-was-all-through-the-co-op-program-so-
on soda crates ringing the cash register. <laughs> so that was really my start in the finance because even coming home, I would have to count the money. And then we didn't have where you had to, you knew the machine would tell you how much money to give back. Okay. My dad actually taught me how to count out the change. So that's really where I got my start. And then also with that, when I was working, that was also that personality, people person, making sure that the customer was always right. My father, if any customer came in and said, we weren't treated right, it was not good. Oh. Okay. <laughs> he might have docked maybe our pay or we were on punishment. So that's what started my actual getting into accounting. But then with the, what I'm doing now, that start, are we ready? Go ahead. Are we ready for that one? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So starting on that one, it was my second husband. Yes. Husband. <laughs> and what I realized, I was going through a divorce and I had no clue about personal finance. I didn't know how much money we had in the bank. I didn't know bank accounts. I didn't know what type of stocks we had. Any of my retirement, I had no clue because guess what? The husband took care of all of that. Exactly. So when that happened to me and going through that divorce, it was one of those things. It was a wake up call where, again, I knew governmental finance. So I realized that I needed to learn myself about personal finances. And this is something that people just weren't teaching. OK, you will hear about it at the water cooler at, you know, at work and everything. So in doing that. I, when I was working, I started working with World Financial Group part-time just so I can get my feet wet, find out more about the personal finances, and then able to do conduct workshops and everything. So in doing that, I was able to learn and help other women, especially women, mm -hmm. because... I would just say, women, make sure that if you have finances and your husband has finances, make sure you know about it. Because, again, with me, I had no clue what was going on. My lawyer had to tell me what was actually going on. And that's just not good. You no. just have to learn that. Now, no. with, with this accomplishments, what... Do you give to the community as advice and how have you been able to help the women in the community with this? Okay. So when we talk about the community, how do I help the community? My main focus is education, financial education. We actually conduct workshops. Okay. The company actually has workshops online five days a week. And that way you can go through my website, which is Living Legacies with LaVita, and I have a tab there for workshops. So that's one of the major things for the community. 
And also I have an office in Orlando. And in that office, we also offer in shop, in home workshops. Okay. So, and that's usually on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So being able to give back, especially to women and making sure that women are able to teach their children Mm -hmm. about the personal finances. So that's my give back to the community. And anytime I'm, I'm giving a workshop, those workshops are free. F R E E free. So you need to come out, please come out and support the workshops. Very good. So tell me what challenges did you face trying to deal with these women, trying to get them to understand what you're doing, and how did you overcome those challenges? Wow, that's actually a really good question. Because I would say we, as black women, we don't want to talk about our finances. Exactly. So many times we're ashamed of our finances, only to find that your friend your family member is in the same situation as you. But because we don't talk about it, we're, like I say, we're ashamed. So we don't want help. A lot of times when I'm sitting with women and I want them to feel comfortable, that's the first thing Mm -hmm. is having that connection with whomever I'm talking to. Once you have that commit connection and then able to just sit down with them, ease them into just talking about their finances. But the key is being able to open up about the finances and also trusting. I know there is a big trust problem in our community, especially, and with with them having the trust in me because they see me, they see what I've done in my life. So that's one of the biggest challenges is just having women to really open up and say, Hey, I need help. Okay. I need help. And it's okay that you need help because there's so many resources that are out there to help out. So that's one of the biggest challenges that I see in the, in the community. Okay, so what motivated you? Was it a source or person? What made you want to go this direction? What made me want to go into this direction goes back to number one, my major divorce to my second husband. And then also when my dad passed away, Edward Creamy Hayes, when he passed away in 2019, Before, I had been working with my parents, making sure everything was in order. But what I realized, number two, is that my mom was just like me. She didn't have a clue. My mom, mom, I'm putting it out there, didn't even know how to use a ATM card. Okay? Just as simple as that. Because that's old school. Mm That's, you know, that's just the way they did it back then, where the husband took care of everything. So now I'm having to teach my mom, you know, budgeting, 
Because all she did, she was like me. We just spent money, right? Exactly. Not really knowing. So that's my other why I really got into this and continue to spread the word about the education and educating yourself. Okay, so now what we're going to do, I'm going to turn you loose and let's talk about the legacy building that you do. Yes, with Legacy Building, that started in 2019. And it was because of the death of my father. And what I realized is the legacy that he left on this community. Edward Creamy Hayes was well known all over the community. Number one, because he was an educator. And I'm like, wow, I'm following in both my parents' footsteps because my father was an educator for 42 years in Volusia County. And that's what was the start. And then my mom also was an educator for 37 years. And seeing what legacy that my father had on everyone, and like I say, it was his funeral, When I saw at that funeral bringing so many people together, I mean, you had all nationalities, all cultures coming together as one because that's the legacy that he left on the community. So that's when I started the, my business living legacies with LaVita and the main focus of that of the living legacies with Levita, number one, is the financial education. Okay, and it is financial education for all. Okay, and when we talk about financial education, it's everything. It's like your whole life is really built on education. But the one thing that with the living legacies is being able to go into different communities, okay? And we like to even look at college planning is one of the programs under the Living Legacies, the college planning program. And when we talk about finances, we're talking about insurance, okay? Not only life insurance, but we talk about health insurance Mm -hmm. also. And then we also talk about, you know, retirement, What does your retirement look like? Have you even looked at it? Okay. And then also, what are your goals? Okay. What are your goals? So sitting down with someone and saying, what are your goals? It's not my goal. Okay. That I want to know about. It's what your goal is in that, in, in whatever capacity you want that to be. So that is the start. But the living legacies is, like I said, it's one of those things where it's global. It's throughout the U.S. I'm licensed in many states throughout the U.S. So that's when we talk about legacies, teaching about anything. I say, I always say we are a one-stop shop. Okay, when it comes to the finances. So that's the living legacies piece of it. Very Mm -hmm. good. So because I'm very much proud to be, as you don't know, I work for LaVita (laughs) from time to time as part of her WFG family. And I've learned so much from just listening to her, going to the couple of classes I go to and her saying, "Um, what are you waiting for? Why are you not back yet? 
But, you know, she knows my story, so she does understand. But it's just so interesting that we have got to make sure, as women, that we're checking the, everything, especially making sure the will is correct, making sure that you have um, life insurance, making sure you have power of attorney. If something happens to him, what are you going to do? That's right. What are you going to do? So if you take the time, get to know Levita and her program, then you may be able to pick up some financial tips. So I'm going to ask you another question. What are you working on currently? Wow. What am I working on currently? Currently, it's all about educating the masses. Having workshops right here. Having workshops in my area. And also, I think the, the one main per thing is with my team. It's not just me. I have a team of people that, work, that we work together. So with our team, making sure that I mentor them so that they can be able to do the exact same thing that I do, to go into the communities, go into churches, Go into the government, go into different establishments, different businesses all over. So that's that's the main thing that I'm working on, duplicating myself, making sure that my agents that are with me, they're able to do the same thing. As a matter of fact, today, one of my agents and I tell you, she is so amazing. She is doing a workshop. Her first workshop in St. Cloud at the library today. Awesome. Okay, at the library. Awesome. So being able, I was able to teach her so that she can give this message also. Awesome, that's awesome. So tell me something. How do you balance your home life and your personal life? Oh, wow. Or your business and your personal life? That home <clears throat> life is tough. For me, initially... When I was working full time, it was very hard because I was on a demanding job, being a branch chief on that demanding job. And I had a husband or husband at the time and a child. And then I'm also juggling my side business. Right. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, it took a lot of time for me to be worn down thinking about that grind culture, which is, I think is, it should not be. You should not be in a grind culture. It will kill you. And especially for black women, we think we can do it all. Yes. Okay. And we have done it all, but too many times doing it all will mess you up. It will kill you. So what I've done now, and I had to get seasoned. Okay. I'm, I'm seasoned now. So in getting seasoned with that, I had to sometimes just say no. Amen. And be okay yes. with just saying no. And then, you know, when we were little kids, we used to take naps. Baby. Take a good one. We need to take naps now. <laughs> and I do. One, yes. I <laughs> take naps now so that I can rest myself. Even coming here this morning, I meditated. 
I needed that time for self just to meditate. So when we talk about that work-life balance, it's huge. And I would say, don't wait till you get seasoned to really understand that work-life balance. It should start now. It should start early on. And women, we should teach our children, especially our young ladies, about making sure that even school life and whatever else, their personal life, making sure it's not a grind, it's not a hustle, okay? We need to stop that because it will run us down and we will many times crash and burn. Yes. So for me, it's the resting, number one, meditating, and saying no, because we have to set those boundaries. And a lot of times we don't set boundaries for ourselves and we feel guilty about setting those boundaries. So that's what I'm Continuous. It's a continuous work in, I'm a continuous work in progress when it comes to that. But I tell you, I have learned so much now. And then being in like-minded groups, groups of women that are truly authentic. Yes. And those women are going to be the ones that tell you the truth. Okay. And not sugarcoat anything but have your same mindset, but they are always lifting you up. So having that circle of friends even, or those women friends that Mm -hmm. will lift you up, they're gonna, you know, embrace you. They're just gonna be there for you totally. So that's how I really work with that work-life balance. Very good. And the one thing that I do know is once you learn to say no, at first, you're going to feel bad about it. Oh, man, did I hurt their feelings because I said no. I'm always doing what everybody wants me to do. But right now, for me, no is no. Don't ask me anymore. It's no. We're done with that. So what are your future goals and expectations for La Vita? My future goals and expectations, wow. I love to travel. I know. As you know. Karma San Diego. Where on earth is Karma San Diego? And it's so funny. <laughs> every time... Deborah calls, Deborah calls me. She says, where in the world is common San Diego? (laughs) The last time she called me, I was in Houston and I'm all over the place because I love to travel. But guess what? This business affords me that opportunity to be able to have workshops, do my business throughout the U.S., or throughout the country. So my continued travel is um, the one thing that I want to keep going, okay? And then the other would be for to really, I want to sit back sometime. Relax. I want to really (laughs) relax. So in building that team of people, to make sure that they're 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 able to just go out and do the same thing so I can just sit back and relax and say wow look at look at that legacy mm-hmm. look at that legacy yeah, that exactly. I left exactly. so you know like say the travel is a good thing and that was it that was it okay what, what so your, what was your future goals and aspirations that's my future goals and I have a book in me I'm just putting it out there this is the first <laughs> time I've actually said that 
But I have a book in me, and it's coming. It's coming out soon. By next year, this time, I'll be on the podcast with my book. You go, girl. <laughs> so before we wrap it up, I'm going to give you the opportunity to promote your business, talk okay. about what you're doing, how they can get in contact with you, Anything you want to add, Okay, just go right ahead on it. Go for it. Thank you. One thing I want to really bring home, and Deborah, Deborah actually talked about it. Deborah was saying about the wills. Wills and trust are so important. When my father passed away, will was set. We had the will. And you know, every time you go into the hospital, they ask you for mm-hmm. an advanced health directive. Yes. That's very important to have. And also power of attorney, very important to have. And now I'm even promoting more of the trust because a trust is going to be something you can work with different lawyers. Our company actually has a business that really helps you through that whole process. And guess what? It's all digital. So that's the one thing. And then the other thing, when we're talking about insurance, I tell you, so many people before, even for me, the insurance was like, oh, no, don't want to talk about insurance because people think of it as death insurance. But guess what? This is what the wealthy have been using for years. Yes. Okay. Walt Disney. Nobody believed in his dream, Disney World. So guess where he got his money from? Not from the bank, but he received it from his life insurance policy. So when we look at life insurance, I want you to look at it as love insurance, okay? That you're helping that loved one that you're leaving behind. And also, it is a living benefit. Everybody thinks about life insurance like it's something I don't get it until I die. Well, that's not true. It's a myth, okay? Come and talk to me and look, let's look at all the different types of life insurance that are out there. So when we talk about insurance, we're talking about life insurance. We're talking about health insurance. And you have insurance on everything else. You have insurance on your cars, right? Mm -hmm, You have insurance on your gadgets. All of these gadgets we have insurance on. So why not insure ourselves and stop letting us see GoFundMe? Okay? GoFundMe is just like crazy because it's something... Insurance is affordable. And the one thing that we always look at is affordable and suitability. The other thing that we actually, that we teach, that I love to teach this, is debt management. Debt management is very important. And understanding the rule of 72. The rule of 72 is the one thing that's helping people about your, the, the compound interest. How does compound interest work? Okay. That's the rule of 72 because it works not only with your assets, Mm -hmm. but it also works with your credit cards. You know how you see the credit cards sometimes and say, if you pay the minimum, it's going to take you these many years. Okay. The reverse also happens with your money. So that's important to understand that debt management because we in America, we spend, spend, spend. So that's another thing. So when we look at proper protection, debt management, what about that emergency fund? Having that emergency fund, I always say that emergency fund, you want to have it at least six months to a year 
Because remember during COVID, mm -hmm. people lost their jobs and weren't able to get their jobs again. And it took them six months to a year. So have your emergency fund set up. People wouldn't be in dire need if they thought about having an emergency fund set up. And then we talk about the investments. So it's like I always say building, you're building a house, but you're building it from the ground up. Because so many people come to me and they ask, well, Levita, what about investments, this investment? So I immediately say, do you have your ground level right. taken care of, which is your proper protection? Okay. So these are, those are some of the things that we teach in our class. We teach about debt roll up. I know there's so many credit companies that are out there, but guess what? They charge you money for that. Mm -hmm. Right. And you could do it yourself. Come to our workshops. You could do this yourself and look, learn about the debt roll up method. So I think that's something very important for everyone to understand and be your own money manager. I always say, how do these athletes, these entertainers, how do they go broke, right? Okay, because they have someone else managing their money. So we want to teach how do you manage your own money? So at Living Legacies with LaVita, that is one thing that we do. And we, we don't just teach it and let you go. Okay. We're going to follow you. We're going to be with you. We're going to hold your hand until you have that aha moment. Like I got it. I understand it. And I want to learn more. So that's the one thing about living legacies with LaVita. Again, we have the website living legacies with LaVita. Look at the, at our workshop tab and that workshop tab will give you the workshops five days a week. Okay. And you can do it in the comforts of your home. Okay. And it's through our company world system builder. So just look on the tab on living legacies with Levita. Thank you so, so very much. And I'm, before I wrap it up, I want to say that when you find a mentor like I have here with Levita, if it had not been for her, a lot of things that I've experienced, I never would be there because Things are in order for me right now. And I thank you so much for everything that you work with me, taught me. She's just Shiro number two. I have two of them. And it's just nothing that something comes up, I call LaVita. LaVita, um, I need to work on this. LaVita, I need to work on it. And she's there for you. So think about it. Think of um, LaVita's living legacies and give her a call. We're going to wrap it up right now. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Hope to see you soon or listen soon. See you next time. Have a great day and go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Thank hey. you. Please join us again on our next podcast. To find more information about what we're doing, what we have coming up, please check your YouTube and all social media to listen for our podcast.